All right, you know what time it is. Um, so getting ready to play the intro. Again, listen to this as if it were a white man talking to you. Then I want you to also think about George Floyd as well. You know, George Floyd being a Libra, Libra ruled by Venus, like one of the rappers in this song. He died in the Twin Cities. Twin Cities a play on Gemini, Mercury, you know, Gemini symbol is the twin. Oh, like one of the rappers in this song. Again, think white man. Also think foreshadowing. Okay? Have fun. Again, these are white people talking to you. Forty killers in the weekend, forty killers. 
dollars in a week. Man, the summer too high, you can feel it in the street. Welcome to Sunday service. If you hope to Sunday service, we got green in the eyes. Just follow my eggs, Hermit. Moses never fall. The water with the cane did. Drippers not make a all when I made it rain. Did Yeezy never get signed by Hovind Damon. Ran to Jacob and made the new Jesus change. In Jesus' name, let the cry say, I'm on fire. Ay, that's a Richard Price. Ay, and we annihilate anybody that violate. Ask any dope boy you know. They in my game. Shake that body, party that. nigga told you now one can make the argument that hell kanye's part was strictly niggerish because you know white niggas ain't working at mcdonald no more <clears throat> that boy that boy t.i talk about being a sugar daddy and shit but nah man general policy free women and men podcast uh it's your host bro bro about to get you that real for today sports episode though for the most part i'm gonna do the nba games as well as uh the March Madness game, them shits probably started at like 12, if not before. I'm going to try to get this episode posted, but you know it'd be taking forever. Uh, so, if you are new, um, we do talk about esoteric knowledge, uh, primarily gematria, which is a form of, uh, of numerology, and we talk about uh, astrology. Um, gematria means geometry and language, uh, based in four formulas, uh, four mathematical formulas within the English alphabet, because the English alphabet... Uh, being standardized by the Catholic Church and being synced up with the Catholic calendar, the Gregorian calendar that we're currently on. Um, it makes the English language the most dominant language on the planet. Um, so bear with me one moment. Damn, man, I can't get this shit. Uh, yeah, but yeah, that's what we talk about. Um, so with this knowledge, uh, we're able to see what's really happening uh, within the world, um, within the sports realm, media, uh, politics, you name it, anything that comes on your phone, anything that comes up as an alert, you know, uh, news-wise, all done by uh, this code of Jumachi. Uh The four ciphers or four formulas um, go as follow: the alphabet forwards, A is the first letter, up into Z is the twenty-six, and then backwards, where Z is the first letter, up into A is the first, or yeah, to excuse me, where Z is the first letter, up into A is the twenty-six. Then you have those two formulas or ciphers. With the rules of numerology applied, meaning that any letter with a double digit value, you simplify to a single digit letter by adding the two digits together. Um, so like the 10th letter would be one, the 11th letter would be two, 12th would be three and so forth. Um, then we also just it's just pattern recognition um, based in math. Um, and that's how we're able to see, you know, who's doing and running what and, you know, you know, just listen to the other episodes. I really don't feel like going through all that shit. Uh, but today, March 16th, uh, today has 62-day numerology because it's the third month, 16th day, 2023. Um, when you add that up, you get 62 because 20 plus 23 equals 43 plus 16 plus 3 equals 62. Then the next cipher for the date numerology uh, would be uh, 3, the third month, plus the 16th day, plus just the last part of the year, 23. Uh, 3, 16, 23. When you add that together, you get 42. The next cipher uh, would just be adding up the uh, 
the date in single digits. So the third month plus, you know, three plus one plus six plus two plus zero plus two plus three equals 17. So we have 17 day numerology as well. And then the fourth and final cipher uh, would be three plus 16. And then you just spread out the year in single digits. Uh, so plus two plus zero plus two plus three equals 26. So in Gematria, in those four base ciphers, based in the English alphabet, which was standardized um, as a 26 letter alphabet and synced with the calendar, because the calendar was standardized at the same time, around the same time, in the same century, uh, both by the Catholic Church. Um, now, they got this knowledge. It comes from ancient uh, Hebrew mysticism called Kabbalah. If you've heard of the word Kabbalah, that's where it comes from, I meaning secret society, because this, this knowledge is, you know, occult. You know, um, obviously, we're exposing it. So it's no longer old cold if you're listening and paying attention and notice the patterns. Everything is a pattern recognition based in math and, you know, the Zodiac. Um, it's supposed to come off as corny, which is why it's a secret to you. Um, I know, you know, like I say all the time, you're probably waiting on Jesus. You probably pray to a Jesus or pray to someone. Um, but we all know that no one is talking back to you. It is ultimately your conscience. But because you're lazy, you put it all on. Your imaginary friend, um, as you know, the story says he's coming back to save you from evil. He's not coming back out of the sky, guys. It's literally the sun, the light, light, illuminate, you know. This is not devil work. Uh, the people who are using this shit for evil purposes, you know, are the Satanists and et cetera, et cetera. Me, I'm just teaching you, ultimately. Um, you know, teaching you to recognize the bullshit that you're subconsciously indulging in, uh, you know. And unconsciously, too, you know, some of you guys realize what you're doing is evil, but to escape persecution, I guess, all you have to do is close your eyes, get on your knees and, you know, pray to Jesus and it's all good. Right. All right. So uh, in Gematria, four base ciphers uh, today with those date numerologies, we can look at this as a serious female day. Sixty two and twenty six is the female code. Seventeen, you know, queen Q, the 17th letter. Uh, and then 42, 42 is the number for black people as well as, uh, females. Um, you know, I'll go down that list another day. This is primarily about sports. Listen to the other episodes. I've got an episode called 42. I'm pretty sure. Uh, but nonetheless, today is March 16th, the 75th day of the year, 290 days left. Uh, today can be written 16 slash three, like 163, which is the 38th prime number. 136 is the 16th triangular number, meaning when you add 1 through 16, you would get 136. Uh, 53 is the 16th prime number. We know my favorite example of that. Um, in Gematria, Los Angeles equals 53. Thus, they, uh, <coughs> I believe they, I don't even remember, something. They became 5 and 3, I think, yesterday uh, against the Warriors or something like that. But anyway... Uh, Los Angeles equals 53 and Patriots equals 53 in Gematria, four base ciphers. Um, and what's ironic is about that is they played in Super Bowl 53 and 53 with being the 16th prime number. The score was 13 to three, <laughs> uh, which is ironic because, you know, again, 13 to three, 16 points. Obviously, the Patriots won with 13 points. L.A. equals 13. How does L.A. equal 13? Well, L's the 12th letter. A is the first letter, and that's just the simplest form, alphabet forwards. 12 plus 1, generally speaking, equals 13. So LA equals 13. They lost by 3. Well, they lost 13 to 3. And then what? Two years later, they go to the Super Bowl, and they win by 3 points. And the game was in LA. 
Uh, but nonetheless, uh, 53, again, 16th prime number, and the square root of 16 is 4. Or 6, yeah, square root of 4. Square root of 4 is 16. Today is the 150th day of the NBA season. Uh, today, <clears throat> um, again, it's Thursday. Thursday equals 116 forwards, 35 forwards with numerology applied, 100 backwards, and 46 backwards with numerology applied. You will notice today's notes are very thin, and it's because Zach is pretty much doing the March Madness shit. We're all doing March Madness. Everybody in the community right now is putting the NBA on the back burner for March Madness. <clears throat> and um, it looks like Zach's saying he has to be on the road in about four hours, and he has to sleep a little before then. I don't know where he's going. Uh, so, you know, we're going to do the stream. I got the stream up, late night stream for him. Uh, but, yeah. First game we'll talk about Kings versus Nets. Nets are 45 and 51 versus the Kings, 32 and 16 at home. Uh, they can get their 46 win today. Thursday equals 46. And then they can stay on 30 losses when Kings equals 30. Notice the Nets are favored by three. And the over and under is 238. Uh, the next deuce stay on 30 losses. Um, again, Kings equals 30. Then they play the Nuggets next when Nuggets equals 30. Uh, the Kings head coach can fall to 16 and 9 versus the Nets. Sacramento Kings equals 169. And Sacramento could stay on 41 wins when Brooklyn equals 41. King also equals 41. The Kings can stay on 13 losses, though. Nets equals 13. And they can stay on 13 out of conference losses when Nets again equals 13. Remember, James Harden got traded on the 13th day of the year and he wore. Exactly. Um, the Nets can pick up their 13th loss. Sacramento Kings equals 169, which is the square root of 13. And they can fall to 13 and 13 out of conference. They can pick up their 17th home loss in the series between the two teams on the 17-day numerology. And their head coach can stay on 37 wins versus the West when Sacramento equals 37. If the Nets do lose the next two games, they'll have 32 losses after they play Denver. <sighs> The game is in New York. New York equals 39. Today has 42 date numerology. The Kings pick up their 42nd win. That's what I'm going to go with. I'm going to take the under. Uh, mm, mm, they might have a shootout, but I'm going I'm to take the Kings for the win for sure. Uh, plus three as well, just in case the Nets do fuck around and win by one point. Uh, Nuggets versus Pistons. P oh, shit. Denver favored by 13, 229 over and under. The Pistons are 52 and 44 versus the Nuggets, and it looks like they're going to cover that spread. At least they might even beat these motherfuckers. Nuggets been sucking lately. This is where the money is at, and the Pistons can get their 53rd win on the, on the 16th when 53 is the 16th prime number. Pistons can get their 17th win of the season on the 17-day numerology. NBA equals 17. Uh, <clears throat> rap equals 17. Fuck around and get a rap death today. Uh, yeah, fuck around and get a rap death for real today, especially with a little Dirk and them niggas allegedly arguing. You know, Libra equals 42. He's a Libra, and NBA Youngboy is a Libra as well. India Royal is a Pisces, and Pisces, or excuse me, Venus, which rules over Libra, is exalted in Pisces season. Thus, you know, Rihanna. Baby daddy is a Libra. Son is a Taurus. Ruled by Venus. It's all astrological, all by design. <sighs> you know what I'm saying? But nonetheless, the Nuggets can get to 17 and 17 away. Um, 
17 day numerology, and they can stay on 23 losses in 83 land because Detroit, Michigan, Eagles 83. The game is in Detroit. 83 is the 23rd prime number. Uh, the Nuggets can stay on 112 losses versus the East. Detroit equals 112. Give me, give me the Pistons for the win, man. I ain't even gonna hold you. I'm gonna take the Pistons for the win. Uh, uh, Nuggets stay on 46 wins on a Thursday. You know what I mean? They get their 18th away loss. Upset equals 18. This is definitely an upset. You know what I'm saying? Give me the Pistons for the win, and I'll take the over. Uh, if the Pistons lose the next two games, though, they'll have fifty six losses after they play the Heat. So I'm gonna take, I'm gonna take the points. I'm gonna put, that that'll be my bet. I think the Pistons do win, but if I'm putting money on it, I'm gonna take the Pistons plus thirteen, plus twelve. You know what I mean? That's what I think. I could be wrong. Phoenix versus the Magic. The Suns are thirty nine and twenty seven versus the Magic. Twenty one and eleven at home. They can improve to twenty two and eleven, which is the master number set. And they can pick up their 38th win on 16-3, like 163, which is the um, 38th prime number. Uh, the Suns can stay on 110 losses. Orlando equals 110. And the Magic can pick up their 19th road loss versus the West. <coughs> um, we know the Sun is the 19th tarot card. On the flip side, the Suns can upset and can get upset and pick up their 33rd loss when Magic equals 33. 33 is a strong number with the Magic. And they can stay on 41 losses going into L.A. when L.A. equals 41. So Phoenix favored by seven. I'll take Phoenix with the points, but I'm going I'm to take Phoenix for the win. Fuck that. Um, Magic get their 42nd loss on the 42nd day. Mirage, I kind of like that. Uh, Indiana versus Milwaukee. The Bucks are 113 and 92 versus the Pacers. 70 and 32 at home. 115 and 97 all time. 71 and 34 at home. Pacers can stay on 31 wins. Uh, 31 is the 11th prime number, and Bucks equals 11. Um, the Pacers can stay on 12 road wins. Milwaukee equals 37, which is the 12th prime number. And Budenhosen can become 16-3 and three versus the Pacers at home on 16-3. On the flip side, Milwaukee can get their 35th home loss in the series. Thursday equals 35. And the Pacers can stay on 17 row losses versus the Bucks, 17 day numerology. The Pacers can stay on 38 losses, 16 slash 3, like 163 to 38 prime number. Hmm. Let me see. I'm going to take the Bucks for the win. Um, that might be a scary game, though. I'm definitely going to take the Bucks for the win. Uh, it's Thursday, Jupiter Day. We know Giannis is healthy, so. Yeah, Raptors versus Thunder. Toronto six point favorite, two thirty one over, under. Raptors are twenty and thirty two versus the Thunder, ten and fifteen at home. OKC can get their thirty six loss. Toronto equals thirty six and two or four base ciphers, as does Thunder. Uh, the Thunder could go into the next road game on thirteen road wins, and LA equals thirteen. That's where the game is. On the flip side, the Thunder can upset on the Thursday. Thursday equals 35. Raptors equals 35. And they can go into the Suns game 35 and 35. Uh, Suns equals 35. The Thunder head coach can stay on 35 losses versus the East. Thursday equals 35. He can stay on 17 row losses versus the East. 17 day numerology today. And the Raptors coach Nick Nurse can fall to 4 and 6 versus the Thunder. Raptors equals 46. Thursday equals 46. If the Raptors lose the next two, they'll have 38 losses. 
Minnesota Eagles 38. I'm gonna go with the Thunder. Uh, let me see what's going on. I think that's it. Yeah, that's it. Dirty kitchen, dirty dishes, dirty bitches, oh well. Um, 
It's extra late. Uh, just a reminder, real-time betting, it can be your best friend. If you guys were watching TFR, I put it up on the screen. Clippers were up with 61 points at the half. And, of course, they got six. They got to 61 and 61 at home today against the Warriors on the 61-date numerology. Plus, it was the Ides of March, which equals 61. And what's funny is the best-performing stock today in all of the market, the name of that stock or that company equals 61. And it had a dominant day. And, and you know, I guess 61 can also go with the Philadelphia thing, beating the Phila traditionally the Philadelphia team. Also, something I have to apologize for. If you guys read the notes, you caught it, but I forgot to cover it in the stream. I did notice something really interesting about one of the play-in games today, and it actually was the winning clue. Notice Fairley Dickinson scored 84 to get into the tournament. Notice Texas Southern lost with 61. But what's hilarious is they're going to play Purdue now, and they've played Purdue one time in history, and it's exact the, the game that they played in history. Here, I'll just show you this. I meant to cover this in the stream, and I forgot. But check this out. The one time that they played Purdue is exactly 34 years to the day that they're going to play Purdue now. And Purdue's in Indiana, which equals 34, and the championship's on 3-4. And again, Billy Packer died after working 34 tournaments. But there it was, 1988. Or shit, hold on. I take it back. It's not 34 years. It's 35 years. It's 35 years. Um, but yeah, it's still to the day. It's 35 years to the day. Um... I put together in the notes, I just have everything here, the top 16 teams. We've had that. I, I just added this top narratives for, you know, the teams that could possibly win the championship that makes sense in my mind. 
what are the potential upsets, which ones are, you know, super long shots but worth a dollar. All the Thursday games, all the Friday games. Um, let me fix this, though, because I did write 34 years here. So, uh, it's not... It's not nearly as good of a riddle without it being 34. Um, it's 35 years to the day of the last match. If Purdue loses, they'll get their 34th loss in tourney history. Still has a potential, but it's a pretty big long shot. Um, Okay, so anyhow, I'll, I'll go over this because this is the new post that we didn't have earlier. This is why it took me so long I was writing this out. Uh, if Arizona and Kansas played each other, who are two teams that I like, I noticed that Arizona is 8-4. and four. Uh, By the way, here, let me just back this up a second. I, I didn't change much on my bracket. Um, why is it not showing up? Oh, I need to go back one more. There it is. Okay, so it's the same bracket. You notice I crossed out Tennessee and put in Duke. Maybe I was listening to the, the, the media too much, but um, again, Tennessee's star players out for the tournament. And they do have the 106 connection, and I still do like Marquette. It's Marquette's 106th season. Um, but Duke, Duke has the strong 39 connection, and Marquette also has a good 39 connection. And yeah, I, we'll see if I end up regretting that later. They always say trust your first instinct, but yeah, the Tennessee star player being out. We've seen we've seen it before though, where a star player is out for a team and they do really well in the tournament and shock everybody. That could happen again with Tennessee. But yeah, Marquette does have a connection to 39 and 106, so either of those could make sense. Um, Duke, Duke. Uh, if you were listening to TFR, a caller made a point about how Duke won the tournament on the same day as the bank collapse, and Blue Devils and bank collapse are both 39, and if you guys don't know, Charlotte is the banking capital of America, which is in North Carolina like Duke. So maybe there's something going on with that. So anyway, just all those things made me change it from Tennessee to Duke, so that's one change. Uh, as we talked about in the stream earlier, if Arizona beats Alabama, both schools are 32-6, and six, and Alabama Crimson Tide is 326, so I like that. Plus, Arizona was the team I thought at the beginning of the season would do it, so I'm just going with my initial thought, essentially. And when I noticed that Kansas is 8-4 and four versus Arizona, I like that as well, because, um, you know, say that Kansas lost to Arizona, they'd be 8-5, and five, big basketball number, first March Madness in 85. So, doesn't mean that that's going to be it. There's some other good narratives here. I wrote, I might regret this, and I mean not putting Marquette in there, because I, I like Marquette a lot, too. And I really like the narrative of a black coach. And I did a little more homework on Houston. I was overlooking something big with Houston. Houston could be the team as well. So I'll go over the narratives that make sense. But, yeah, I, I like the Kansas-Billy Packer thing in and, and Arizona for all the reasons I've talked about. So I'm going to go with that as my championship, at least the one I wrote down on paper. But um, let's let's do these top narratives, and th this is what I think. So I just put Arizona at the top. Again, it's their 118th season. Come on, Zach. i got to write out March Madness equals 118. You guys probably know that at this point, but it still should be written down. So there we go. Um, and by the way, Purdue, Purdue's gotten real interesting to me. Purdue's gotten real interesting to me, especially the way the media is fading them, which we'll get to. But anyhow, it's Arizona's 118th season, March Madness 118, 84th tournament, Arizona 84. 
Uh, Billy Packer, remembered for the 97 call in Arizona's championship. We talked about that earlier. Billy Packer died the day that... You know what two teams that had a narrative to win? That, or Here, let's just go to the day real quick. The two teams that won the day that Billy Packer died... Um, it was January 26th, the anniversary of Kobe's death. Arizona won and Purdue won. Th- those are the only two teams that really won that day that have a shot at the championship. Y- okay, hold on. I know our friend likes UCLA a lot. Their-, their narrative is interesting, but they did lose that day. They lost to USC. The two teams that won that day, the day he died, Purdue and Arizona. And remember, he died 67 days before the championship. Arizona Wildcats, 67. If Arizona wins it, the coach gets the 67th win. And again, blood sacrifice and human sacrifice, 67. Special numbers when it comes to death, unfortunately. But um, <clears throat> that that does stand out, just how that all lines up. So, And that was my initial thought. So that's why I've written up here at the top of the narratives. Uh, Arizona and Marquette are on the same side of the bracket. Um, if I'm wrong about Arizona, I wouldn't be shocked if it's Marquette. Oh, my God. This must be the late-night decode. Um, Marquette University equals 93 championship on the 93rd day of the year. To me, that's big time. And, and again, in 1984, a Jesuit school won. Last year, the 84th NIT, a Jesuit school won. Marquette's a Jesuit school. Uh, a black coach won for the first time ever in 84. Marquette has a black coach. The, the two black coaches that have a great shot at winning are Marquette and Houston. And Houston could pay tribute to 42 if they won in their own city. Um, and we'll get to that in just a moment. But again, the championship is on 107 days after the Pope's birthday. Marquette Golden Eagles, 107. Uh, what else? What else? Shaka Smart. Again, Shaka Smart. He's black. It's their 106th season. Golden Eagles equals 106. Black, 106. It's 106 weeks from his hire. Um it's 44 weeks after the state's birthday, Wisconsin's 44. It's 309 days after the state's birthday, Marquette 39. Uh, Marquette beat Georgia Tech this year with 84 points, 131 days before the championship. Again, it's the 84th tournament. Georgia Tech Yellow Jackets equals 106, like Golden Eagles, like Marquette's 106 season. I don't know if there's a Stefan Marbury riddle in there somewhere, but... Um, yeah, Marquette, I mean, Marquette's riddle looks awesome. And I think, honestly, had I not liked Arizona from the start of the year and back to last year, I probably would have ranked Marquette above him. So, anyhow. The, but Arizona's not bad. Um, I, I, I did notice that the Jesuit schools are, are positioned in each of the brackets. Gonzaga's in the west, Xavier's in the midwest, Creighton's in the south, Marquette's in the east. Um, and, again, really any of those Jesuit schools could be there. In a way, it's funny that – that's the other thing I feel weird about in my bracket. It's like I really like a Jesuit school to be in the championship. And the way I wrote it down on paper uh, with Arizona and Kansas, there's no Jesuit school there. So, anyway, it's not a big deal, but – We'll evaluate as the tournament goes on. Again, there there's a very strong possibility that there's a Jesuit school in the championship. And 
It seems like out of the media, the, the team that I saw the media picking the most for the championship was Creighton. And, and the interesting thing about Creighton is, again, Paul Silas went there, who died this year by the numbers, and his son does coach in Houston. Steven Silas is the coach of the Rockets. Rockets won tonight over the Lakers. Should have known. The Lakers, almost every game, whatever looks the opposite, it's almost the way it's gone for the majority of their games this year. Uh, I did I did go back and look at what black coaches have won the championship. John Thompson won it the first time ever in 84 with Georgetown. Nolan Richardson won it with Arkansas in 94. Tubby Smith won it with Kentucky in 98. And Kevin Ollie won it with UConn in 2014. So there's been four black coaches to win it. <clears throat> okay, so Kansas... Um, again, Kansas, the 34th state. Kansas equals 43. The championship date can be written 3-4-4-3. Um, Billy Packer, the last championship he called, Kansas won. That was his 34th straight tournament. He died this year. Um, Bill Self can stay on 131 losses if he wins the championship. Uh, that's going to be tough, too, even though I wrote Arizona winning it. that's I mean, the day that if, if that ended up being the matchup, I, I'd probably like it. The last second, I'd be like, we better hedge with Kansas, man. He can stay on 131 losses. That number shows up in championships so often. So Bill Self's got the championship number in his record. That, that makes a lot of sense to me. And I did notice that Kansas, they only won with 84 points one time this year, and they did it on Pope Francis's birthday. So that stands out to me. Francis equals 34. Um, they, they beat Indiana, by the way. They beat in, Indiana with 84 points. Indiana also 34. As Kayla pointed out earlier today, is they're, they're 206 years old. March Madness is also 206. So, and I thought I wrote it down there. Did I not write it down there? Where did I write it at? I wrote it down somewhere. I must have wrote it in the wrong spot. Maybe I wrote it on the 16th. Kansas can also become the eighth team to win back-to-back, just like how Georgia became the eighth team to win back-to-back this year. So if there's something going on with that, eight teams going back-to-back. Kirby Smart did it in football. Shaka Smart's the coach of Marquette. Um, Okay, so Purdue. Uh, Again, the media is super dogging Purdue. I've I've watched like 20 people's decodes. Like out of the 20 decodes or – 20 people's brackets, like 15 people made a point that Purdue's going to go out early. And I was like, this just seems like way too many people are saying the same thing. So, again, Purdue isn't in Indiana. And I went back and looked at my notes on Caleb Swanigan's death, and my eyes started to get wide. I was like, hmm, maybe the media's really trying to keep people off Purdue. So, again, Indiana's 206 years old. March Madness, 206. Uh, like Kayla pointed out in the women's tournament, Indiana's ranked number two. So, to me, that's a, that's I wouldn't be surprised if it was Indiana and the Lady Cox. Just in light of that being a big theme right now, everybody knows. But um, again, that's South Carolina, the Lady Cox. They're really the Gamecocks, but they call them the Lady Cox. It all started back when they won in the same year. North Carolina beat Gonzaga the year of the bathroom bill. Bathroom bill equals March Madness. But okay, Caleb Swanigan died on 20-6, and he wore the number 50, right? And then Jaden Ivey became the 50th player drafted out of Purdue right after. And again, if Purdue wins the tournament, they'll have 50 tournament wins on 50-date numerology. 
So that is really interesting. I mean, this is the most hated on one seed by far from the media. They got a nice 206 March Madness connection. It's funny how I said I've never noticed really a 206 March Madness thing. Remember the 1984, the 1984 March Madness was the championship was in Seattle, the 206 area code, and, and Caleb Swanigan was playing for for the Portland Trailblazers, which is just south of Seattle. Again, those are the big cities up in the Pacific Northwest, Portland and Seattle. And Portland's not a big city, but Seattle's decent size. Um, so, yeah, that's a lot of 50. And, and, again, Purdue also won the day Billy Packer died in 34 tournaments. Indiana does equal 34, like Kansas is the 34th state. Um, Purdue became 20-1 the day Billy Packer died, kind of like 201. The 201 and 93 have a relationship. The championship's on the 93rd day of the year. Order of Illuminati's 201 and 93. And, and then something else that was making my eyes open even further, Purdue won their home opener on November 8th, 118, like March Madness 118 with 84 points. And they also beat Gonzaga, the Jesuit school, with 84 points. And let me just show that to you here. Uh, their home opener, November 8th, was over Milwaukee. You know, they're a team that, um, they're in the same bracket as Marquette. If they ended up facing each other, Marquette's in Milwaukee. So this had me dancing around. I mean, honestly, I think I think with, the, here, where's my bracket at? I, I, did, I didn't want to, like, scribble out and just rewrite everything. But, um, and again, Memphis did beat Purdue in 84. I still got that thought in my mind, but I started looking at this more, and I was like, do I want to scribble out everything and have Purdue play Marquette after I saw that? So remember, don't copy me. Use your own mind and do use the information. And honestly, if I refilled out my bracket right now with everything I know now, I might make it Purdue versus Marquette. So, again, last year, though, last year I did a big scribble. I had a last-second chance. At first I didn't have Kentucky going anywhere. And then I, in the last thing I found something, and I was like, oh, I forget. It was like something about a commercial or something, and then I went crazy with Kentucky, and then they got knocked out in the opening round on St. Peter's Day, or on St. Patrick's Day by St. Peter's. So anyway, but yeah, the, the, that thing with um, Purdue and Milwaukee makes me think of Purdue and Marquette. Anyway, we'll find out soon enough. So hold on, close some things here. Okay, coming back to it. Uh, so, yeah, Purdue, they're dogging Purdue, but the more I look at it, the more Purdue doesn't look too bad. Now, the, the black coach narrative. Remember, Houston lost to Georgetown in 84, so they could avenge that loss in 84 by winning the 84th tournament. And look at this. Okay, Cougars equals 84, Houston Cougars. They could win the championship in their own city. The championship is on Kelvin Sampson's 181st day of his age. Black history is 181. 181's the 42nd prime. Cougars is also 42. So is Georgetown. We know about 42 in black history. Um, so, I mean, it, uh, imagine that. A black coach. And he'd be the fifth. Here, I'm going to add that to the notes, actually. Because when you write out five as a word, it equals 42. He'd be the fifth black coach to win the college championship make a note about that samson uh, <coughs> could become yeah. the fifth black coach to win 
history in sports i mean it, it would happen again it would happen again so not a bad little narrative and and sometimes they out with houston you know the, the star players sitting out they get blown out in the championship without them that could all be a maneuver just to um you know keep people off houston to fade that one seed just like purdue so not a bad narrative um I, I know our man in Vegas with the hot hand loves UCLA. I, I won't be shocked if they make it to the Final Four based on the fact that Coach... Well, that would put them in the championship, actually, if they won. Again, the, the coach could get his 102nd win, Final Four, 102. They'd be in the championship on 4-3, Bruins 43. The first championship Billy Packer ever called was UCLA over Kentucky. It's interesting. I just look at these other narratives, and, and I feel like they're better. That's me, but... Um, not out of the question and if the hot hand does it again maybe i'll never doubt him but um okay alabama again the alabama coach is on 131 games with the team he, he they could win the tournament and stay on 80 he could he could win the tournament and stay on 84 losses as a coach there's a nice sync with nick saban who's the real coach star there but again just seeing how if alabama and arizona play each other how and even if Alabama didn't play Arizona, they could still fall to thirty-two and six, where Alabama Crimson Tide's three twenty-six. So, yeah, I I, I got to think that Alabama's gonna come up short. It means they win three games and then they lose in the fourth game. So, what's that? The Elite Eight. Um. Yeah. So anyway, but staying on eighty-four losses isn't out of the question. It's just that. That 326 is tough. Virginia, it's really about the King Charles thing. Again, Virginia, Cavaliers, Cavaliers fought for King Charles. We're in the time of the king. And there, there is a potential nice king ritual. Um, again, it's their 118th season, big March Madness number. Virginia would have 41 wins if they won the championship. King equals 41. Virginia Cavaliers, 179, the 41st prime. Virginia Cavaliers and Virginia both equal 89. That was the number the year they won it. Tony Bennett stayed on 89 losses. King Charles became king on 8-9, the eighth day of the ninth month. And the final four begins on 4-1, kind of going with that King 41 theme. If Virginia made it to the final four, they would have four final fours and one championship. If they won it, they'd have two championships, but just that 4-1 thing could happen. The tournament does begin 41 weeks and one day after the coach's birthday. And again, King Charles' first speech is king to the championship is 206 days. March Madness, 206. So it, it's an interesting narrative, but I have it down the list just because it's the thing it's seemingly missing is a connection to... 84 or the date that the game is on but uh we know they do do tributes to the royal family with sports okay and then kentucky we just you know again they they come into the tournament with 131 wins and that's what that's what made me change my mind about kentucky last year by the way because like mm, they're coming in with 131 wins the championship number 
Maybe they're going to go somewhere. And then they got knocked out, and they stayed on those 131 wins. But that reminds me of, again, how Virginia got humiliated as a one seed and then came back and won the championship next year. Kentucky, we, we saw they're a six seed. The only six seed to ever win the championship was Kansas. And there's a big relationship with Kansas and Kentucky. Both Blue Bloods. Caller from Kansas earlier pointed out the relationship with Adolph Rupp. And he his alma mater, he graduated from Kansas in 1923, 100 years ago. Um, if Kansas is in it, I could see a Kentucky-Kansas match. And, you know, maybe Kansas beats Kentucky and becomes the, uh, the eighth team to win back-to-back. The narrative for Kentucky to win it would be for John Calipari to get 60. Uh, I said he would have 62 wins. I think he would have. Ah, what is it again? Hold on. Let me let me go back and double check. Let me go back and check here. Oh shit, that's not where it is. Um. Let's see, do they, I think they play Friday, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, that is right, okay. Yeah, he'd have 62 wins in the tournament. Calipari's been there a lot of times. Um, let, me, uh, let me clarify what that is. 62 tournament wins. Okay. Okay, and then top upset narrative. So those are really, I mean, those are a lot of potential narratives. And again, I kind of have them in the order that I think they're most likely. Uh, I don't know. Uh, All all three of those top narratives are almost at a tie. But um, anyway, top upset narratives. Again, like I said earlier, I got a dyslexic, though. It's UCSB, not USCB. UCSB, again, I'm sticking with that one. I I like Baylor in 28. That number's been good to me with a lot of Baylor games over the years. I think it might have burned me, though, a couple times this past year in college football. So hopefully it makes up for it with this one. But anyway, over the years, Baylor in 28's been a really consistent number with them. And here would be a nice big upset. And again, I mean, the nice thing about the tournament is you hit one of these upsets, you, you put them with the games that look like they're chalk, a $5 bill can go a long way. So, And then Itachi did call in on top of that, and he pointed out how uh, the Baylor coach could stay on 421 wins with the team, the 82nd prime, like how they won the 82nd tournament, Baylor University's 82. And if Baylor loses, they'll become 22-11, and 11, that master number set. I think that happened tonight in the Arizona State game, didn't it? Yeah, Nevada fell to 22-11 and 11 tonight. So, master number set, 22 and 11. Okay, but yeah, I'm I'm sticking with that idea. Um, Remember, if Pitt beats Iowa State, it sets up Pitt-Xavier, which was an 84 match. And Iowa State coach can pick up his 27th loss with the team on the 27-date numerology. Pitt can get their 24th win. Iowa equals 24. It's not in the best cipher, and it is Iowa State, but hey, they still represent Iowa. So anyway, I, I, every year there's, like, almost every year there's an 11 that beats a 6. The other year, three 11s beat 6s. But that's my favorite 11-6 matchup. 
Uh, Kent State over Indiana. We talked about this again. I, I again, Kent State can become five and six, and we know that's a special number, fifty-six. It's a big Jesuit number. It would fit in with the eighty-fourth tournament. Kent State equals fifty-six can become five and six in the tourney. Uh, again, don't bet the house on it though, because they can fall to four and seven as well. Indiana forty-seven, and if if Kelvin Sampson does play Indiana this year, like if that matchup ends up happening, that could be a sign too that that maybe it is their year because that's his old school where he got into all that trouble. So maybe something about beating them would be like uh, turning a corner or something like that. But yeah, Kent State does have some value and they could hit that five and six. Again, the media's loves the media's really selling Furman. The, the media loves Drake to beat Miami and Furman to beat Virginia. The, the media, the, those are the two upset narratives that almost everybody's selling. Um, and and the, the, I didn't even put Drake on here. We'll see if I regret it. But they can stay on 27 wins versus Miami. I love Miami in 27. It played tonight. You know, 27 is a strong number with Miami. And there's 27 date numerology on that game as well. If the 27 plays, Drake doesn't win. Um, but, yeah, the thing about Furman and Virginia is Virginia does have that good riddle to win the first game, 17-9. and nine. But Furman's got some numbers. So Furman, to me, is wor- wor- worth a play. Uh, they can get the 28th win, Furman 28. Furman coach can stay on 53 losses, Virginia 53. Virginia can stay on 35 tournament wins. Furman's also 35. My, my biggest problem with that upset is the media's hyping it. Oral Roberts and Duke. Um, there was something else that I meant to write about this Oral Roberts game that I did not write. Hold on. It's the it's the pie thing. Oral Roberts can get to 31 and 4. And again, pie is... Um, let me do it this way. Let me pull, plug this in here. Oral Roberts... Can improve to thirty-one and four. Pi equals three point one four. Tournament began on three fourteen. The first playing game was three fourteen. So keep in mind, if Oral Roberts does not win, uh, they stay on seventeen wins on the seventeen day, or they on a seventeen-game winning streak. They'd stay on that seventeen on the seventeen-date numerology. But again, you don't have to bet a lot on these games. Um, they have good value especially in a parlay with, you know, teams that look pretty rock solid. Um, Colgate over Texas. Again, this is one where you could make a lot of money. Uh, You know, you put this with a a group of good games. Colgate, again, their narrative is to get to 1-5 in the tournament. They've never won. Texas equals 15. They get their 27th win of the season. Colgate's 27, and Texas could stay on 36 wins in the tournament. You run it the other way, Colgate's 36. Texas can also get that 27th win over Colgate, which would make sense and is more likely. But, again, a small bet here could go a long way because Colgate is a big, big dog. Uh, This Knights over Purdue thing, again, Purdue beat the Knights on this exact day, actually 35 years ago. Um, Purdue can get their 34th loss, though, and Knights does equal 34, like Indiana. It'd be the second time in history that a one's lost to a 16. Um, probably not going to happen. 
but dollar parlay to think about. And remember, when I first wrote this, I actually screwed up because I thought I, in my mind I counted 34 years to the day, but then I was like, wait a minute, that's 35 years to the day. So with the 34 years to the day, it felt more enticing. It's still possible because of that 34th loss. <clears throat> uh, UNC Asheville over UCLA, another big long shot. Um, UNC Asheville coach could stay on 75 losses on the 75th day of the year. Again, UCLA won the championship in 75 with Billy Packer. If somehow it played against them. And also UCLA could stay on 29 wins if they were upset. Asheville's the Bulldogs. Bulldogs and Bruins both equal 29. So that's possible. Vermont over Marquette. Again, another thing that's very unlikely but possible. Marquette could stay on 28 wins. Catamounts equals 28, the name of Vermont. And Vermont's 107, the 28th prime. So, again, these aren't things I expect to happen, but they're things that, you know, Better than a lottery ticket. And Northern Kentucky over Houston, also very unlikely. But, uh, again, just Houston and Alabama with the strong 31 connection. If Houston got upset in the first game, also be the second time in history that a one seed went down to a 16. Uh, Again, just Houston and Alabama both like 31. Houston would stay on 31, and the story would be that their star player, they're arresting him, and the team fell apart. Their confidence was broken against Memphis in the – conference championship um so yeah again all of those definitely aren't happening um i I think the ones at the top are more likely and as you go down it gets less likely so okay um yeah, so again, if you guys got here late, I did uh, organize this one little post. The password's 1984 for everything. Top narratives, championships, and upsets. Again, the top 16 teams post. You might not need that anymore, or it might be a little handy post for you. And Thursday games, Friday games, and I'll just continue to build this post. I'll put the Saturday games here. I'll put the Sunday games here. I'll put the, you know, we'll just go round by round. We'll get it all in here. Then we'll be on to the Sweet 16, Elite 8, Final 4. So we'll just we'll keep it all there. And I'll just keep all the old posts, too, archived for people who like to go back and see what's been hitting and what hasn't. But we'll just keep continuing to build this post. Um, after the, the opening round, I'll put together a new bracket based on the information. So that said, um, let's take some calls for all you late-night Sports decoders, and again, I got a long day tomorrow. I might have to skip NBA picks tomorrow. So I haven't skipped any NBA picks in September, but uh, might have to skip it tomorrow. And or maybe instead of skipping it, I'll just do more of a surface level decode because sometimes those are the best ones. Anyway, what's up, five seven three? Hey, Zach, can you hear me? I can hear you. What's up? Uh, go look at Shaka Smart's birthday real quick. Shaka Smart's birthday? Yeah. Isn't it April 8th? Like yeah. 8-4? Yeah, yeah, that's, uh, you're right. That's a, that's a good point. That's another good point. And then also, um, the 1979 NCAA championship, which is the first one that, uh, Billy Packer called was 48 years ago. And it was on the 34th day of him being 34. Okay. 
Okay. So the reflection of 43 and the reflection of 84. Okay. Good. But, but yeah, that's all I got. All right, yeah, it's a good observation. All right, man, appreciate it. I'll plug that in the notes. Yeah, like I said, that the thing I don't like about my championship is I really like a Jesuit school to be there in the championship, and there's not one written down. They're close, but, um, yeah, it's like, what do I do, man? I, I like the Arizona narrative. I like Kansas, like Marquette. Again, I think the reason I... I think it's just that Arizona, like I said, first thought. Hard to go against the first thought. 785, what's up? Hey, what's up, Zach? Yeah, what's going on? Um, So I got a few things I want to talk about, potential narratives that I could see in the tournament. Uh, Number one, you got the Miami Hurricanes could face Houston, which is interesting because Houston got hit by a huge hurricane in 1900. Okay. So... Uh, wasn't yeah, it more recent than 1900? What about, like, Harvey? <laughs> I remember Harvey pretty recently. Yeah. Yeah, Harvey happened. Well, the interesting thing about that Galveston one in 1900 was uh, it happened on 9-8-1900. That's right when the Wizard of Oz uh, started to become popular. That was the year that that was released. Okay. Um, <laughs> I think it's that. I think it's that. Don't jump his way. Don't jump his ass. You know, some cheesy announcers just chomping to say that. So, uh, I don't see Houston doing much. Okay. Uh, Okay, fair enough. The interesting thing, uh, like, I could see, here's I, I definitely see KU playing UCLA, and I'll tell you why. Cronin is a short dude, and he wears these eccentric suits, you know. And him next to these basketball players, I mean, he looks like a munchkin. Okay. And I don't know about you, but quad one, they keep talking about quad one wins this year, and I feel like it was either this year or last year that they have been talking about quad one wins. And Kansas has the most quad one wins. Well, the southern part of the map of the Wizard of Oz is called Quad Lane Country. So I just thought that was interesting. Um, you know, on this year, KU played Tech the Southern on 11 84 years ago, James Naismith died on that day. That was in 1939 when the NCAA tournament started. Also, the Wizard of Oz was released in 1939. So we played a Houston Southern. We played a Houston school 84 years ago on the day that James Naismith died. Okay. Also, Kansas on. On the 84 theme, Kansas has had eight coaches in its history, and four of them are still alive. And at one of the games this year, they brought all four of the coaches back and paid tribute to them. Okay. So there's that whole 84 thing. Uh, The interesting thing about KU and Kentucky is Kentucky's on eight championships and Kansas is on four. Okay. Also, Bill Self beat Kentucky in the championship game. Both him and Calipari's tournament record have become 61 and 21, and Kansas is 162 years old. And they played each other on the eve of Kansas' birthday this year. I see. Okay. Um, also, in regards to the Chiefs winning Super Bowl 57, 
in the modern era, era, Kansas can pick up its fifth championship, and including the olden days of basketball, they can pick up their seventh championship. That's interesting because Travis Kelsey came to Lawrence, talked to the team, and said, it's great to win one, but there's nothing like winning two. And a few weeks later, he goes on and gets the second Super Bowl. Right, right. I remember making that point. Yeah, well, on that note, guys, have a great day. Uh, maybe not have a great day, but we ain't finna listen to these motherfuckers. You know, not the, not the callers. And there's some viral information, but we got other parts of this episode we gotta cover, and I know you guys are, you know, yada, yada, yada.